Hello, and thank you for tuning into Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, your host, and the clinical microbiologist and the chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. For today's episode, we welcome Delta Lane from our product management team at Mayo Clinic Laboratories for a test and focus interview. Dr. Pritt, thank you, and thank you, Dr. Field, for joining us today to discuss our new tests at Mayo Clinic Laboratories. Today, we're talking about one of our new developments in fungal testing, our combined histoplasma and blastomyces test. Before we begin discussing the details of our new assay, will you please give us a brief introduction of yourself and your role here at Mayo Clinic? Sure, so I am a clinical microbiologist by training and am the laboratory director for the Infectious Diseases Serology Laboratory here at Mayo Clinic, where we perform the vast majority of infectious disease antibody and antigen testing. And so, as you can imagine, this includes quite a number of assay methods and target analytes, but my focus over the past decade or so has really been in the evaluation and development of serologic assays for the diagnosis of various vector-borne diseases and fungal pathogens, the latter of which we will really be diving into and talking about today. Thank you for sharing that with us, because now we'll circle right back into this newly developed fungal test, which is a combined histoplasma blastomyces antigen detection test. This is traditionally ordered separately using two tests that are individually detecting histoplasma antigen or blastomyces antigens. And it's used for patients suspected of pulmonary illness due to inhalation of environmental microconidia from these two dimorphic fungal pathogens, which were classically considered only endemic to Ohio and Mississippi River valleys. Although the geography has recently shown to have significantly expanded throughout the US. Can you tell us a little bit more about the specific group of patients that this test would be best suited for and how a provider would determine that their patient might benefit from this test? And finally, when during the care process should it be ordered? Sure. So like you said, the geography of these two particular pathogens has been shown to have significantly expanded over the past decade or so, with histoplasma found from the East Coast throughout the Midwest states. Importantly, though, histoplasma is also very common throughout Central and South America, as well as in Africa and parts of Asia. So exposure history is really important to gather on patients. And then blastomyces in general has a similar distribution to histoplasma in the US, although it's not as common internationally. So when considering what patients to test for histoplasma or blastomyces, again, appropriate exposure risks must be met first. As for specific patients, uh, these two fungal pathogens can cause disease in both healthy individuals as well as immunocompromised patients, although not surprisingly those that are immunosuppressed, and particularly those that are in various monoclonal or biologic therapies are at significantly higher risk for more invasive, uh, more severe disease. So as to when the testing, so histoplasma or blastomyces antigen testing should be ordered. 
One of the benefits of these antigen detection assays is that they can be performed on non-invasive sample types like urine, or as we're focusing on today, serum samples. So this test should be ordered in patients presenting with acute disease or recent symptom onset for the purpose of making the diagnosis. Alongside, of course, in these patients, other testing still needs to be done, including collecting samples for culture or molecular methods to really confirm the diagnosis. Unfortunately, though, collecting invasive samples like bronchoalveolar lavage fluid or tissue biopsies to make that definitive diagnosis using direct detection methods, getting those samples is not always possible, which is, again, where antigen testing in particular provides a key benefit because it can be done on non-invasive samples like serum. Right. So prior to the implementation of the assay we will talk about today, the provider sees the symptoms and makes the choice to order either a histoplasma or blastomyces test, or both concurrently. But the test you have developed is different. Can you please expand on this new test and explain how it's different? And also explain why a provider might consider requesting this new test over their usual ordering pattern. Right. So many laboratories offer individual tests for detection of histoplasma and blastomyces antigens separately using, again, like you said, two assays. However, from various studies, including our own experience, it's fairly well established that the histoplasma and blastomyces antigens are highly similar and lead to cross-reactivity and the respective assays, meaning that if a patient has a blastomyces infection and is tested using a histoplasma antigen assay, more likely than not, the result on that histoplasma antigen assay will be positive and then vice versa. So just because a patient tests positive on the blastomyces antigen assay does not definitively indicate that they have blastomycosis. They could very well have histoplasmosis but it's just being leading to cross-reactivity. And so, in fact, we recently looked at this issue at Mayo Clinic, and we found that over a one-year period, about 3,500 patients were tested on the same serum sample by both a histoplasma and a blastomyces serum antigen test. And the overall agreement between the results of both of those assays was 99.3%, which is just really incredible and underscores the level of cross-reactivity between these two antigens. So in an effort to provide cost-effective testing, we decided to validate a single assay for detection of both histoplasma and blastomyces antigen, again, in one test. Given that many patients have antigen testing for both pathogens, our new test will essentially cut the cost of testing in half, which we found to be quite a significant cost savings um, in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, actually, for our institution. Importantly, though, our test will not differentiate between whether histoplasma or blastomyces antigen is detected, as we've talked about. However, one cannot confidently say that the individually offered tests can differentiate either, um, as we discussed. So for differentiation between these two pathogens, we would suggest, again, ordering culture, molecular diagnostic testing, or serology, complement fixation, and immunodiffusion testing can um, 
differentiate between which infection the patient may have. That's really interesting data and the cost savings is significant. Mm -hmm. So now Mayo Clinic Laboratories offers six different tests for both histoplasma and blastomyces. Can you talk about when the different tests should be used? Sure, so we kind of touched on this, but again, the reference method for detection of these fungal pathogens really remains direct detection uh, by growing them in culture or detecting them by molecular assays like PCR. Unfortunately, again, these assays often require invasively collected samples, which are sometimes contraindicated in patients with severe pulmonary disease, for example. Also, these fungal agents can take quite a long time, three weeks or longer, to grow in culture, which really limits the utility of that method for acute diagnosis of disease. And then when it comes to molecular testing, although these are you know, really sensitive analytically and very specific, the clinical sensitivity of the assays can be variable. And so as a result, serologic testing is often relied on to make that initial diagnosis, which is where antigen testing comes in, be it in urine or in serum. And then finally, antibody testing by complement fixation and immunodiffusion is also beneficial, again, um, as it's able to distinguish between the two pathogens, although it can take some time for patients to seroconvert. Thank you for digging into that a little deeper. We appreciate it. So currently, histoplasma and blastomyces antigen testing is available as two individually orderable tests which are sent out to an alternative reference laboratory through Mayo Clinic Labs. The histoplasma blastomyces combined serum antigen test that you are offering through your laboratory, to our knowledge, is the only existing assay that will reliably detect antigen from both of these fungal pathogens as a single test and provides a combined report as well. Yes, that's, that's right. So our assay will detect antigen from both histoplasma and blastomyces in serum using a single test, although again, it will not differentiate between which organism is releasing that detected antigen due to that high level of similarity. But given that these pathogens are actually treated quite similarly with antifungals, this kind of change in testing process and, and, and patterns and, and reporting would actually not negatively impact patient care. And again, would lead to a significant cost savings, cost reduction, because a patient would now be paying for a single test rather than two individual tests, which give you the same information. I'd like to mention that this is what Mayo Clinic is all about. We focus on patient care, ensuring that the appropriate test gets done using well-developed assays in a cost-effective manner. The specialization and capabilities of our laboratorians and our staff here at Mayo Clinic, like yourself, are truly second to none. They make the complicated look easy and are not afraid to change the way testing is performed, especially if it will benefit patient care. Dr. Thiel, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate you educating us on the advancements in our fungal antigen testing here at Mayo Clinic Laboratories. We look forward to having you on again to discuss more ways to help improve the lives of our patients. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday. <laughs>